I was always going to my wife, man, I feel broke. You know, we're making all this money and I feel broke. But then I'd see my financial freedom plan and I'd see it getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it made it all worth it. Money Fit by DRS. It's the Money Fit Show, your weekly podcast about real difficult money stories, overcoming financial obstacles, and tips for building healthy money habits. I'm Todd Christensen, host of the Money Fit Show podcast, and on today's episode, I talk financial freedom and personal financial journeys with a man who once gathered his son's teenage friends in his living room to teach them how to grow wealth. You're right, Chief Brody. We're going to need a bigger episode. Howard Deckers is a multimillionaire personal and financial coach that teaches students how to become financially free while working at a normal job. He travels the country in his RV visiting small town America, teaching students who are willing to make small changes in their life so that one day they can become financially free free and i have been looking forward to this conversation for several weeks since the first time howard and i spoke howard decker welcome to the money fit show well thank you todd i'm happy to be here and happy to share some great stuff with your audience yeah i'm, I'm excited about uh, some of the things you're doing with students that uh, uh little teaser that started in your tv room um but i, I want to first get, have our uh introduce you to our audience um, you, in your bio, it says that you travel the country visiting small town America. Do you have you got? Um, I don't know whether expected or unexpected adventure in RVing that you're glad you took. Well, you know, practically everywhere I go, it's amazing. One of the things that's changed it a lot, and it allows me to meet more people than I could have imagined, is I'm a pickleball player. So every city I go to. I look up for the local pickleball and I meet 50 to a hundred people. Yep. And, you know, some of them um, take my course and then I'm helping them in zoom. Um, so one special place I can't, they're all like, yeah. So amazing. I right. mean, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Pickleball is fun. I, I was introduced to it a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I having uh, moved recently, I, I haven't found a spot locally, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Well, you're in Pennsylvania right now. Actually, you, there are indoor courts. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so you could probably find them indoor. Yeah, we'll just set set something up in the, in a church uh, gym or something like that. Right. That's you find those all over the place. Different yeah, I, cities. They're like that. Cool. Hey, before we talk about, uh, I want to talk a little about your your journey, but could you give us a little background about uh, where you are in your financial journey now? Maybe, you know, what do you do and uh, the success that, that, that you've been able to build? Sure. You know, um, I was no different than um, most of the people in our country. I was living paycheck to paycheck in my 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, I woke up in my late 30s. Now, my dad had taught me when I was in my teens to save 10% of everything I earned, but he just gave me words and I didn't yeah. listen. Um, I've always been motivated to be financially free from when I was a little kid. I was actually more motivated just to become successful. And my definition of success at the time was I wanted to be 
able to provide for my family in the future as well as my father did. And my father mm -hmm. was a tool and die worker his whole life, never made more yeah. than 35,000 a year, but I had a great upbringing. Mm -hmm. So I went on, you know, I was really motivated and I went on to build businesses. And in my, I started my first business at 28 and my, my income kept going up every year to in my thirties, I was making three, 400,000 a year, but I was spending everything. Right. I was, I was basically making a lot of money living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. And my wife was always complaining saying, Hey, we're not saving anything for the future. And I was always saying, Oh, don't worry, honey, we'll sell the business for millions sometime in the future. Yeah, and that's how I was thinking. But then all of a sudden, I realized, holy smokes, what happens if for some odd reason, I go bankrupt? What happens if I was in healthcare? What happens if the government changes the rules, and I go bankrupt? Now I'm thinking I'll be broke. Mm. So here I am living paycheck to paycheck. I had a fancy house on the intercoastal. I had nice cars. I was just every time I made more money, I was spending more. And in my late 30s is when I woke up and started thinking, oh, my God, this is what my dad was talking about many years ago. And I started a program like my dad's where I saved 10 to 20 percent of everything I earned. And it was automatic. It would automatically come out of my checkbook and go into a financial freedom plan. And that alone made me a multimillionaire other than the businesses that I built. So right. my story is I just started with nothing and worked my butt off. And like a squirrel, every month I put some away and it worked. All of a sudden I woke up one day, I'm older now. Um, I'm retired. All right kind of was retired, but yeah. I was bored out of my tree. So that's when I felt I need to start teaching other, I need to start teaching the 78% of the people that are living from pay, paycheck to paycheck. I need to start doing something with my life instead of, I'm mm -hmm. telling you, retirement is great, but it's boring as hell. You know, it'll be something so, meaningful, right? Yeah. And this is so meaningful to me. I mean, I'm helping so many people. I actually help them set their plans up. So it's it's pretty exciting for me. So that's basically my story. So you re, you remember your dad telling you save 10%. Did that kind of just stick in your head or did it come back to you when you're like, okay, now what am I supposed to be doing if I need to make some changes? You know, I, it, I forgot all about it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's just, I was like anybody else. I had credit card debt at one time. I, and I was just, going to town and I was feeling experiencing success. And all of a sudden my wife woke me up to the fact that what if I can't sell sometime in the future, mm -hmm. I'd be broke at 60 years old. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to be broke at 60 years old. Right. So then, you know, the real quick story about my dad and, and this is an amazing story. My dad, was a tool and die worker. He worked for mm -hmm. Chrysler Corporation. He started at age 20, retired at age 55. So he worked for 35 years, right. never made more than 35,000 a year. He took 10, and back then there were no computers. Today, right. I set up everything in autopilot. Right. Back then he literally would have to take his money and take it to a brokerage house and give right. him a check every month, 10% right. of what he earned. 
he invested over the course of his life $122,000. Today, it's worth $3 million. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's over $3 million, sometimes it's under $3 million. And it pays him. He hasn't worked since he was 55 years old. Nice. And his investment, that $122,000, has grown to uh, $3 million and pays him $85,000 a year in dividends. So, you know, all of a sudden, my late 30s, I'm thinking of my dad. And, you know, and it's like, holy smokes, that's the answer. Yeah, I have to listen to my wife. <laughs> and I have to listen to my dad. Uh, yeah. And then I started it. And what's really exciting is when you have a financial freedom plan, when you actually see it growing, all right. of us, right. and, and, and you actually, I took out as much money out of my checkbook every month, so that I felt broke. Okay, yep, because yep. if if the money wasn't in my checkbook, I will I can't spend it. So I would take it. I would take ten to twenty percent because I started late of right. every check. And now what I basically did is I created an environment of economic scarcity in my household. And I always I was always going to my wife, man, I feel broke. You know, we're making all this money, and I feel broke. But then I'd mm -hmm. see my financial freedom plan. And I'd see it getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it made it all worth it. Nice, yeah. You got to listen to a couple of people in your life, uh, your wife and, and your and your dad. Usually, uh, a parent is is a good place to start. Um, some of the best financial planning advice you can get. Uh, so let's fast forward a few years, and you've got a teenage son, and I'm, it sounds like you're talking to him about some of these things that you're that you're doing and it ends up that you gather some of his friends did that was that something coming from you or coming from him or both no that came from me i remember yeah. um i sold a company my main company um three years ago and i was retired for a year and i was so bored and so broke not broke so bored and depressed almost so covid hit you know, two, two and a half years ago, whatever it was nowadays. And so I said, I'm going to put a PowerPoint presentation to teach my 17 year old daughter and 18 year old son how yeah. to become millionaires is what right. the story is. And so I put this beautiful PowerPoint presentation together. And I did that in my business. I was always doing PowerPoint. So I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. And I put this our PowerPoint presentation together. And before I showed it to my kids, I said, invite your, go out and invite your friends, tell them that your multimillionaire dad is going to teach them how to become millionaires. And about 10 kids showed up in my living room. And I did my first uh, financial freedom plan program on the big screen TV. And I blew them away. You see? Yeah. People don't realize, and kids don't really, they think they have to save a million dollars to be mm -hmm. a millionaire. Right. They don't. They don't, they weren't, haven't been taught in high school or college even, they haven't been taught <clears throat> that money grows and it doubles and triples and quadruples if you put them in the right vehicles. And it's called compound interest. Right. So... I blew them away. It blew me away. And that's when I realized, oh, my God, our schools should be teaching this stuff to our kids. And they're not. 
And that's when the light bulb went off. And I was, I had so much fun showing these kids how money grows and showing them what they need to do with a little bit of their money every month, put it over here. And this is what'll happen if it grows at 10%. And I'm big on index funds, which average 10% or more. Yeah. And um, that's when the light bulb went off. And I said, oh my God, this is what I'm gonna do. I have passion. I found something that excited me. And my and that's so that's when I started doing Zoom meetings. I'd have 10, 20 students on the screen at once. I was having a ball, but it turned into a job and I didn't want a job. <laughs> so that's when I put a course together. Yeah. So, uh, so I now have the online course and it's a seven module, one hour per module course. And right. then they have access to me to Zoom and I'm just helping people just, just doing Zoom meetings and you know, they've already learned in the course how yeah. to set it up. But if they have a problem, all they got to do is click on the membership page, schedule a Zoom meeting with me, and I'm there for them. So nice. that's so that's what I do now. So you, you mentioned when you when you first started meeting with them, they, the, the, the idea of, of investing and, and compound interest and was was beyond them. Was there something that they actually did get or, or that they knew a lot about or? No, they people don't know anything about money. It's crazy. It's just like, think of this. 78% of the people in America are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. They have no money at the end of the month and they're not putting anything away for the future. And if they are, Todd, I'm finding, you know where it is? In a savings account. Oh. <laughs> You know, real quickly, and you know this, but for your audience, yeah. let's say a person has $10,000 in a savings account. In 35 years, um, that 10,000 would be worth 32,000 at 10%. In a savings account, it'd be worth about $10,200. Yeah. So compound interest is what makes people millionaires. Right. And they had no clue, but... Once I showed them, it was like, oh my God, this is great. Yeah, that's great. What was there anything else that uh what other topics are are they are, are you teaching them in your courses that uh that they're not getting elsewhere? Well, the first thing I do is teach them how money grows because that's very important. Uh most people think they have to save a million. They don't, they have to save a hundred grand and they can be multimillionaires. I'm serious. I mean, that's how it works. Um, I teach budgeting. Um, in other words, I, I teach them how to look at the money coming in and how the money's going out. And then I show them how to adjust their lifestyle because people can build their own lifestyle. It's just a matter of how much money's coming in. And if not, and let's, let's uh, say, okay, I, I don't want to live this lifestyle. I want to live this lifestyle. How much do I have to earn? So then I teach them to go to their boss, ask for a raise. If that doesn't work, get a high side hustle so that they can up their standard of living. I teach them about a net worth statement and how exciting it can be to become a net worth millionaire. Mm -hmm. um, um, I teach them a little about if they have debt, um, very little on this part because I'm not an expert at it. That's, your, that's where you come in. Uh, but since I've met you, I'm going to be recommending my students to go to MoneyFit, go to Todd, <laughs> because you got this down. Yeah. Um, 
I teach them a little about the stock market, mm -hmm. uh, just a little, so they understand how it works and how over a hundred years, it's average 10%. You know, like it, it, what amazes me right now, everybody's talking about, oh my God, the market, what's going to happen, you know, when this, when this earning report comes out, I want it to go down. I want <laughs> you can buy to, more. I have millions of dollars in the market, millions. Yeah. And I have a lot of money on the side. I'm waiting for the next correction. I want it to go down 30. And why do I say that? Because I got another 20, 30 years of growth in front of me. Yep. You know, so if a person has 10, 20, 30, 40 years in growth, it doesn't matter whether the market's going like this or not. What matters is they buy every month so that they're dollar cost averaging. And then when it really goes down, if they can find some money and yeah. buy some good quality companies, it's uh, or just keep putting it in more in index funds, that's how they become multimillionaires. So when everybody else is selling, Stocks are on sale. Yeah, absolutely. Get it, get it while they're, what, I mean, buy, buy low, sell high instead of what everybody else does. Sell it in the panic when everything's low. Right, right. So do you, do you, uh, do you look at what you're doing now and say, this is what I always wanted to do? Or is this something like, you're like, wow, this, this is just, I didn't even know I could do this. You know, what's funny I would have really been good at this if I started right out of, you know, just yep. real, real quick story is right out of college. My first job was for John Hancock. Yeah. Okay. I was selling a life insurance. I was taught at the time, hopefully they didn't do this anymore, but I was taught at the time to sell whole life policies to parents for their kids. Mm -hmm. And I would sell it as savings policies. Right which is the worst percent. And I didn't know it was the worst saving policy on the planet. 11 months later, I was 77 out of 6,000 agents in the country. And I quit oh. because I didn't believe it in anymore. Right. Now, had I learned it the right way, you know, I didn't learn about finances in college. I didn't learn about it in high school. No. Um, I jumped into John Hancock and I learned what I thought were finances, but it wasn't. It was selling life insurance because I love what I'm doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, so now I'm not, I'm not unhappy that I didn't go into this back then because everything I did, I weaved my pattern to my final business and I sold for a lot of money, you know? Yeah. So, and I would never have found my medical imaging I built diagnostic imaging centers, MRCT, yep. nuclear medicine, mammography yep. center. And I would never have gotten there had I not had other businesses, right? right? I was always, you know, weaving a path and, and somehow or another, I'd find the next deal, you know? So yeah. you, you mentioned, as you were talking about the, uh, these, these uh, young people that you're you're working with either on Zoom or even with that first group, when uh, they're not their income is not matching what their lifestyle their desired lifestyle requires. You mentioned uh, side hustles. Are you finding that is a typical of this gen the, the rising generation that they expect that or they want that or they well, don't have a problem with it or? Well, you know something uh, to be totally uh, honest with you, I started. 
trying to teach 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds, they're not ready. They're ready to hear the concept. Mm -hmm. Okay. But most of my students are in their late twenties, thirties or forties because they have seen now they've experienced the issues in life. Whereas those young people, they're just too busy. You know, they're just, They'll never be old enough to, to need them, need that much money. Yeah. And, right. Right. I mean, they're, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah. So, but that's, I, that's really interesting. I mean, you, you've got people in thirties, forties, you said even fifties that are taking oh, yeah. this course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what, what did you talk to, you talk to them about side hustles? What's the, what do you, what kind of responses do you get? Well, a person Probably. in their fifties isn't so much of a, the side hustle of the younger people are in the twenties yeah. and thirties, maybe even forties. Yeah. But when you start getting up to 50, they're pretty set in their ways. They just have to understand. I mean, I hear all the time, is it too late for me? <laughs> I say, absolutely not. Look at it this way. If you are 50, let's say you, you have, that means you have 20 years to your 70. You can double your money three times in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have, well, I have one, one guy that actually had a half a million dollars. Yeah. I said that half a million dollars in seven and a half years will be worth a million. In 14 years, it'll be worth, and I'm, you know, yeah. I'm rounding off. It'll be right, worth right. 2 million. Now you got three doubles because every, to every seven years, it's actually 7.5, but every seven years it'll double. Yeah. So you could have that 500,000 could be 500, a million, 2 million, 2 million, $4 million yeah. in by the time you're 70. Yeah. So it is not too late for these people. Yeah, the idea, uh, I know what, what you're talking about, um, often referred to as the rule of 72, that investments will double uh, in however many years you can divide that number into 72. So you're talking about a 10, 10% uh, uh, return, that's seven, uh, just over seven, seven years. 7.2, right? Yeah, that's, that is, uh, talk about a magic number, that's uh, something that that's a number need to be taught in, in school and oh, I agree. adults. I agree. Howard, as we, uh, as we approach the end here, uh, one first, thank you so much for your time and for sharing this. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll be putting in, in some information in the show notes uh, that I'm going to have you share in a little bit, but uh, so that our, our listeners can find you. What is one practical piece of financial advice that you would leave with our listeners? Okay, two. I'm going to give you two. Or first, two. <laughs> first one is I don't care how much you start out with. You have, you have a certain amount of money coming in your household every month. Take $10, $50, or $100 a month and take it out of your checkbook and put it into, I say, a brokerage account and then have it invest in index funds that will grow your money at 10%. That's the first piece of advice. The second piece of advice, go to my webpage, howarddeckers.com. And I, you actually have a free training on there, but I actually help 
you all through the stage. So mm -hmm. when you come out of my course, and it's not hard, it's very easy. I designed it for teenagers, so anybody can understand it. When you come out of that course, that concept that I said is the most important thing, just a little bit out of the checkbook every month, doesn't have to be a lot to start. Put it over here, and because of technology today, we set it up one time, and you just go to work and forget about it. Yeah. And every once in a while, look at it like I did. Yeah. When all of a sudden I'd see my money going, holy, honey, look at it. <laughs> look yeah. how much is in here now. Yeah. You now it's like, so that, that's the advice. Awesome. Awesome. So that's howarddeckers.com, two Ks in Deckers. Correct. For any listeners that not uh, not act, have access to the web right now. Uh, anywhere else you'd like them to be able to connect with you? Uh, well, you can go to my uh, social media. Facebook is Howard Deckers. Again, it's Howard, D-E-K-K-E-R-S. Instagram, Howard Deckers. Great. Um, financial freedom. It's within your reach. I have a Facebook page for that. So, uh, and hopefully... You'll see me someday on the road in my big RV, my Harley and my Jeep, because <laughs> it's, I just have it all. By the way, I didn't tell you real quick. Yeah, yeah. I pulled out a couch in my RV and I built a custom desk and yeah. I got three big screen TVs and I can do podcasts there. I can help people on Zoom. A person could be in California and I'm in Asheville, North Carolina, and nice. we're doing our thing. So so nice. it's, it's, it's the, wonderful. The magic of, of technology. That's just awesome. Yeah. When it works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Howard, thank you again for, uh, for being with me here today. Uh, I, I want to say thank you also to our listeners for joining us. Please do check out our podcast archives at moneyfit.org slash podcast. And until the next time, please stay money fit and stay well. Oh,